Absolutely magnificent. Oh, come all ye faithful. Absolutely love uh, that rendition. Welcome back. When we think about Christmas music, many folks uh, think of uh, Jingle Bells and Frosty the Snowman, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and so many other tunes that come to mind. And those are all okay, and they're a lot of fun. What about beautiful, classical, sacred Christmas carols? What is it about uh, Christmas music that touches the heart deep down to the soul that attracts us like a magnet to the real meaning for the season, the birth of the baby Jesus, our Lord? In the year 387 A.D., St. Augustine wrote in his uh, confessions these words, How I wept deeply moved by your hymns, songs, and voices that echoed through your church. What emotion I experienced in them. Those sounds flowed into my ears, distilling the truth in my heart. A feeling of devotion surged within me, and tears streamed down my face. Tears that did me good. Our next guest is the pastor of one of Chicago's uh, most beautiful uh, churches, which is known for its sacred music, sacred art, and sacred liturgies. Joining us live this morning to talk about uh, sacred music, specifically during Advent and the Christmas season, is Father Joshua Caswell, the pastor of St. John Cantius Parish in Chicago and the Superior General of the Canons Regular of St. John Cantius. Father Joshua, welcome back to Morning Air. It's been way too long. What a joy it is to be with you once again. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, John. And it's good to hear your, your voice again. I know you've been a longtime friend, and it's uh, good morning to all your listeners. You know, I just love a sacred a Christmas music. I, I believe it really elevates uh, our souls and it helps us to really understand in a very special way what we're about to experience on Christmas, uh, the reason for the season, the birth of our Lord uh, Jesus. I, I want to share just uh, another one of uh, the beautiful hymns uh, that is played at St. John Cantus. So inspirational, so uplifting. I want to open up the phone lines. If you love sacred, traditional Christmas music, maybe you might want to share with us your favorite Advent song or Christmas carol. We are taking your calls for Father Joshua Caswell, the pastor and superior general of the Canons Regular of St. John Cantius. 888-914-9149 is our number. 888-914-9149. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Father Joshua, can you talk about how music speaks to the heart uh, in a special way, in ways that just mere words can never do? Wow. Well, you began with a beautiful quote from St. Augustine who says, how I wept when I heard the hymns in the church. He was moved. You know, Augustine's conversion, of course, happened at that moment when he took up that book and read scripture. But the conversion of the heart happened for him when he experiences the church's liturgy. And that's often because we're not just a people who live faith in our head, but we live faith in our heart. And so sacred music has this way of just going right to the heart or right to the heart of a person. 
And so we have this experience in downtown Chicago where we have complete atheists, or maybe even somebody who's angry at the church, but they walk into a mass and they are inundated by this beautiful sound, which calls to them of something bigger than themselves. And deep down, everyone's looking for that, for that experience. You know, we do have eyelids, we can close our eyes, but we don't have ear lids. Our ears are always open. And there's something about the music of the church, which the church is always blessed, which is an expression of the church's love. Augustine said, singing is for lovers. Singing is for, for lovers. And the church is somebody who's in love. The church is in love with her bridegroom, who is Christ Jesus. And that bridegroom is coming to us on Christmas. And so there is, at the incarnation of Christ, there's such a joy, there's such a, a surge of joy that the heart can't help but sing out. And that's why we have these 2,000-year-old tradition of sacred music from Gregorian chant all the way through some of the finest carols. But it, and it does, it moves the heart. It still converts people today. It is uh, so inspirational to hear those words of, of St. Augustine. I know they, they touch me deeply. Didn't he also say that uh, w- when you sing, you pray twice? That's what he said. He who sings well prays twice. I love Never it. He said well. Well, you know, I believe that the sacred music, you know, obviously not only at Christmas time, but, you know, at any time can really enhance the holy sacrifice of the Mass and can really strengthen our devotion to the Holy Eucharist, which is... Uh, the same Jesus, our Lord, that we are honoring here uh, on, on Christmas. Absolutely. You know, the thing about sacred music, it actually brings the atmosphere of heaven down to earth. And that's what Christmas is about, the union of heaven and earth. It's a, a very beautiful little story about emissaries of Prince Vladimir of Russia who were on, on tour to find a religion for Russia. They went to many different places, but they finally ended up at the Hagia Sophia, the great basilica of Christendom in Constantinople. When these emissaries walked in, they heard the chants of the church. They heard the music like St. Augustine did. And they were so moved, they wrote back to the prince and said, whether we were on earth or in heaven, we do not know. All we know is here God lives among men. And that's why Russia became Christian. But that same miracle, it happens over and over again, where people walk into the holy sacrifice of the mass, which is just there is this atmosphere of heaven, the atmosphere of music or incense or art. All of that's important because it shows people that we are entering a world which is beyond us. Because when we go to Holy Mass, we're not on earth. We're going back to the eternal wedding banquet of the Lamb where the tears are wiped away, where everything is made new. You know, for the folks who have, uh, you know, from other parts of the country, or even there's even folks in Chicago that have never uh, had the opportunity uh, to visit uh, your uh, magnificent uh, uh, parish and, and church, uh, St. John Cantius, uh, can, you, can you share with us just a little bit uh, about uh, your parish? Absolutely. So the parish is well known precisely because of its restoration. The parish was destined for the wrecking ball. It should have been torn down. In 1988, there were only 40 people here for one Mass on Sunday. But through beauty and through dedication, this downtown Chicago church, even this dark, broken city, is still radiating light. Now we have 3,000 families. The church was home to a growing religious order, the Canons Regular of St. John Cantius. But we're just dedicated to bringing a light to our broken world, showing that there is hope, especially through the beauty of the liturgy, the beauty of art, the beauty of music. And so... That's what St. John Cantius is. It's a well-known church, but as it sits near the Kennedy Expressway, closer to downtown, it shines a light, a light of hope. And we have a lot of progress in bringing souls who are looking for something deeper to come back to God. Every year we have new baptisms and new converts, people who are 
atheist or Satanist or whatever, because the power of beauty still draws people. Yes, the power of beauty it truly is one of the most beautiful churches, uh, uh, not only in America, but in the world. I always say, you know, if you go to St. John Cantus, it's like being in Rome. You feel like you're in one of those beautiful basilicas uh, in Rome. Father Joshua, uh, you guys do such fantastic uh, job at uh, the Christmas masses. Uh, how does sacred music play a, a very special part of the Christmas masses uh, coming up at St. John Cantus? A wonderful question. First, Midnight Mass is always, you know, it's always a great moment. So we actually have it, of course, right at midnight. But there's an hour of carols beforehand beginning at 11 p.m. And it's carols and sacred music. So people's hearts are always stirred up. And then the great proclamation of Christmas is sung. And then the choir and orchestra, the full orchestra, like it's like going to the symphony orchestra. All of a sudden you hear strings and trumpets. And they're all of a sudden playing a beautiful mass written by Mozart. In this case, it'll be a Mass by Dvorak. And so that Mass will, will be played as Bishop Perry, a wonderful bishop in Chicago, uh, processes around the church with the Christ child. And the, the whole people, that liturgy may be two hours. We may get home at 2 a.m., but most people don't want to leave when the liturgy is over because they're so enamored and they're so brought to a place of, of rest that they feel like, wow, we could just keep, keep going. Because that's what beauty does. It draws us along. Last weekend, you guys had the the nineteenth uh, annual festival of uh, nine lessons and carols there at St. John Cantus, and, and Bishop uh, Perry was was on hand for that. Uh, if if someone has never been to one of those, uh, can you share with us just a little bit of what it's like? Yeah, that experience of that lessons and carols is actually not a liturgical service, but it's a service for us to read scripture and sing some of these beautiful pieces of sacred music with our five choirs. But it, what is a great moment is there's so many people in our church who are not Catholic, whether Protestant or atheist or just people from the city. We had police officers. I think the mayor's office was there. But these people come for those good Christmas feelings, but they find something much more. So the scripture goes all the way from Isaiah all the way until the birth of Christ and the reading of the gospel from St. John, the word became flesh. And then to, to end, the whole service ends when we expose the blessed sacrament. This this is Christ the Lord. Here, here is Christ. And so we're, we're pointing this out. I had one man that, that evening who came up to me and said he had not set foot in a church in 40 years, and he wanted to come home to the Catholic Church. And so that's, that's the power of beauty. Wow, that is so powerful. What's uh, your favorite carol or Christmas uh, song, Father? I think I love What Child Is This? Um, it's, it's classic. It's What Child Is This Who Laid to Rest on Mary's Lap is Sleeping. It's tender. But then the carol all of a sudden brings the mystery of Christ very clearly when it says, nails, spear, pierce him through the cross, be born for me, for you. That is the meaning of Christmas. They're all so beautiful. Another favorite of a lot of folks, it came upon a midnight clear. Absolutely. Uh, magnificent, the, the way that it is sung at St. John Cantus. Father, I got to tell you, uh, we were listening to uh, old St. John Cantus uh, CDs, and I know you have a, a number of them, uh, with your fabulous uh, Christmas music uh, just the other day, and it, it, was, it was so much fun to play them really loud on the stereo. One thing I would say for our listeners is, if you want to hear some of that Christmas music, you can just simply type in Cantus into YouTube, and live streams will come up. Our Midnight Mass is actually broadcast, so people can hear the whole Mass. 
I love it. Father, in the in the final moments that we have, can you leave us uh, with uh, your blessing here uh, just days before Christmas? I'd be delighted. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with all of you as we prepare for his birth. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Father Joshua, for being with us. Really appreciate it. Uh, many blessings uh, to you the rest of the way here in Advent, and Merry Christmas to you and all the canons. Thank you so much, John. God bless you. God bless all of you. This entire episode of Morning Air is on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio app is completely free and updated daily with fresh articles, podcasts, and prayers. Don't delay. Download the app today, and thanks for listening.